It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really fantastic show. I'll introduce my guest momentarily, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be really great. I do want to take a minute or so to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I typically do this every single week. Uh, Lately, I've been editing a client's book that I've been helping him write and ran across a chapter that I thought was really brilliant. It addressed the idea that we sometimes get stuck in the same situations over and over again, but have no idea why. The answer is that there's a lesson that we just haven't learned yet. It's like playing a video game. You progress from one level to the next, but then you get stuck on one particular level over and over again. It's because we haven't figured out how to beat the game yet. Our lives are very much like this. If you find the same situations recurring over and over again, what lesson is in it for you? Figure that out, then discover a new way of dealing with it so that you can move forward. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a completely different result. So don't do that. Figure out what you can do differently that might work. And with that in mind, I do want to introduce my very special guest. My guest this week is David Wonke. Let me tell you about him. David is the CEO of Pure Tropics, which is an all-natural skincare line. And he did that while working a full-time job as an aircraft mechanic and pilot for an engineering company. He started this company out of necessity to solve his own skin problems. The line made six figures in the first six months just off of Instagram alone and is now used by many Instagram models and Victoria's Secret models. Purtropics is now grossing $50,000 monthly and is growing nonstop. Purtropics has been featured in uh, publications like Vogue, Trade Hunter, and Barbershop Connect, just to name a few. We will discuss all of this and so much more on today's show. And before I forget, you can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes for free anytime you like. And here we are with my guest, David Wonke. David, how are you today? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for coming by today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So the first thing I normally ask, uh, David, is for my guests to tell us where they came from, what their background is, maybe some things you overcame, and how did you get to the point where you decided to run a business? Okay. Um, Grew up in California, moved out to Georgia, Atlanta with my um, poor family. I was working at an engineering company as an aircraft mechanic and a pilot. Um. A lot of free time at that job, a lot of time to think and to plan and to scheme. And um, what I always had issues with ingrown hairs. And so I was just doing some research and some planning and trying to come away to stop me from getting ingrown hairs. Um, I guess came up with a product and I remember telling my mom, if, if this works for me, this is going to work for anybody because my skin is so funny that... Um, I mean, the masses will love it. And that was the start of the whole journey. Wow, that's fantastic. I find that a lot of people start businesses in order to solve their own problem or a problem that a loved one 
has. And so I, I find that very interesting that you had a very strong why from the very, very start. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of businesses start out of necessity. I mean, yeah. that's the best way to start a business, the best thing to do. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. So how did you go from being an aircraft pilot and mechanic to starting a business? Those seem to be like very opposite types of careers. Or are there similarities? Uh, they're opposite. They're opposite. But then there are some things that carry over that I do carry over, um, such as the process control, such as the, the tracking, the, the redundancy, you know, the planning aspect I do carry over but um I mean how did I go from there to there it's crazy I, I had issues I had issues and with my skin and it allowed me to and it allowed me to just build on it um let me see let me get this perfect for you guys every time I'd go get a haircut I'd break out with these horrible 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 ingrown hairs and I mean, my whole face would be just bumps. And sitting at the job all day, they would give me six months to do a project that would allow that I can per, pretty much do in two weeks to two weeks. So what I would do then is I would use that free time just to do research, to to, to study, to learn. I mean, there's so much information on Google, on Pinterest. On, online that I was able to access that I would just use to build the product and practice and train and teach myself how to do stuff at home. And okay. that's really how I put it all together. That's great. Did you have experience as an entrepreneur prior to starting Pure Tropics? Prior to starting Pure Tropics, uh, I had <laughs> I had some headache businesses that really didn't go out nowhere due to working with partners um, mm. that really didn't do much. So I won't say I had entrepreneur experience i no i wouldn't say that but I, it was always something i always wanted to do it was always the plan sure why do you think those businesses didn't work out i mean those are important lessons to carry forward oh uh, yeah each one had a had a lesson um one is i had a, a partner and he would just jump the gun on everything when i had a laid out strategic plan that would work um other ones it just wasn't the right time or the place for it so i mean on, I, I think luck favors prepared, and so when I started Pure Tropics, I was prepared. I was ready. I was studying. I, I had everything aligned. So when the opportunity came, I really hit it home. Wow, that's awesome. So was your family supportive of this whole entrepreneurial path? Were they supportive of you quitting your job? <laughs> they were supportive of me, but you know, you still hear things like. If you quit your job, what will you do for health insurance? Well, see if you could go part time. But unbeknownst to them, I had already did a hundred thousand in sales. My family oh. didn't know how much sales I was doing till way late in the game, till like a year and a half in. But so, um, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, so you made this your side gig until you were absolutely sure it would sustain you apart from having a job. Yes, exactly. Because I had time at job, I mean, at my job, and you know, I come from a family who's from the third world. They're from Guyana, South America. My grandma had nine kids and would cut sugar cane in the field all day and come in and work. So I had this work ethic. Like, if they could do all of this, why can't I? So I would go to work from five thirty to six or five in the afternoon, come home and work till midnight on my company. 
And then any free lunch break or break I had at work, I would spend on my business. I remember I would bring trash bags full of envelopes and packages into the office and they would look at me. Even my boss would look at me and say, what are those? What are you doing with all these bags of packages? And I would laugh and say freedom. And they would laugh and laugh and laugh. But the joke was on them at the end of the day. (laughs) That's great. How much sleep were you getting during that time? Sleep is um, real sleep, uh, probably like two, three hours. Yeah, that's that's crazy. You probably know this. Once you have a business or something going on, even when you're asleep, you're dreaming about it and you're thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember the very first person that said yes and paid you? (laughs) Yeah, I do, actually. Tell us about that. That was my ex. (laughs) Oh, really? She was the first one to buy off my website. She was the first one to buy off my website. But before I actually started selling online, I started hustling at barbershops. I started selling my products to barbers and their customers. Even till today, I would take my products to a nursing home or a hospital on payday, my body butters and different creams, and I'll literally take 50 of them to a hospital and sell out and, you know, just by talking to nurses and rubbing it on them and stuff like that. Wow, that's awesome. So at what point did you realize this was something that people would actually want? Because sometimes we have this great idea and we think it'll be fantastic, but then when the rubber meets the road, you wonder, okay, is anyone actually going to pay for this? When did you have that realization that this is going to work? I never thought like that. Really? Uh, My mindset was always people are sheep, and as bad as that sounds. People are sheep, so if you guide them all in one way, they're all going to follow the herd. So my thought process was always, since I was big on social media, my thought process was if I get the right people to, well, of course it takes having a good product, but if I get the right people to, or with my products, everybody else would follow. And the more people that would follow, the more word of mouth it would get. And the more word of mouth, it's going to equal the more sales. So from the very start with me, man, it was always about reaching the right people. Sure. What were some of the biggest challenges that you had getting this thing off the ground? Oh, man. I'll say the biggest challenge was drowning out all the noise from other people. That was the hardest part because everybody has input on what you should do, what you shouldn't do, how you should sell, how you promote. Um, As much as I love my mom, man, she even still kills me with it. That I need to put it in magazines and have order phones that sends in and all this stuff and none of that stuff. I'm like, mom, nobody does that no more. But just drowning out the other noise from other people, that's the biggest thing because they all mean well, but it's not always the best course of action for you or your company. Absolutely. So how did you decide on the name Pure Tropics? I knew I wanted a tropical theme thing. Okay. I, I originally had this idea. I was at, in Belize on my family's farm. And um, I was like, man, I was looking at all the citrus. Cause we had to have an old citrus farm my grandfather started. And I was like, man, I want to start a tropical business, skincare business, but I don't know how I'm going to do this. So Tropics was always in there. And then it was finding the domain name and everything else. And I sat down with one of my friends and she was like, we was just brainstorming and finally Pure Tropics came up and we loved it. That's fantastic. We've got about a minute to our very first break. My very special guest is David Wonke. He is the CEO and founder of an all-natural skincare line called Pure Tropics. That is P-U-R-E-T-R-O-P-I-X. 
And while I'm thinking about it, David, where can we find more information about this and what's your website? Our website is puretropics.com, and we have a special sale going on for your listeners. The code is SP20, and you guys get 20% off. Fantastic. Okay, we are here with David Wonke. We will come back after the break, and we'll talk about some of the kinds of products that that he offers, and uh, we'll talk about how he stands out in a very crowded space, and we'll talk about how he markets his business on Instagram, because a lot of people have some uh, curiosity about how to make a living just posting on Instagram. So we'll talk about all of this and so much more after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please don't go away. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.brianckwright.com for more information. Once again, that's brianckwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is David Wonkay, and he is the founder and CEO of Pure Tropics, which is an all-natural skincare line. So skincare, David, is a very crowded space. How do you stand out from other companies and products that are in this marketplace? Oh, man, that's it's so if you go on instagram it's seven trillion companies doing the same thing um i you really can't stand out you just have to target who it is you're targeting i mean you just got to do you got to have a better product i mean i like to go start little beefs with other companies and irritate them and use their hashtags um i try to get bigger names in them to use my products really that's the the way i go for at it i try okay. to space as much as possible okay great so 
when you were putting this together, you had to find a manufacturer to make this for you. What was that process like? I'll tell you guys a secret. I make everything. You um, do? I do. I do. I have my own lab now. Uh, we create. We created all of our own recipes. Well, I created all my own recipes. Um, I designed the products through my own research, and we make everything ourselves. Great. What about packaging? <laughs> I order bottles, and I have a machine, and we pump it into bottles. <laughs> okay, great. Pump it up, so, label it up, everything. So do you make your own labels and everything? I mean, you do everything in-house? Everything in-house. Um, we actually we, – oh, well, we – order our labels and we um, put them on the bottles ourselves. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, what will you do when you reach enough? I mean, you're doing a lot of volume now. I mean, will there be a point where you'll be hiring help or outsourcing some of that? Or do you plan on keeping uh, that all in house? Well, I have like two cousins who work for me, but you know, oh. the good thing about starting your own business and knowing what you're doing is I can create the recipes to be as simple or as complicated as possible. Yeah. Um, most of my products I can make within 20 minutes. Oh, okay. It doesn't right. take much time. And as I grew it, and that allowed me not to have to make huge orders or anything at a time, because if I wanted to make a gallon, I could make a gallon. If I wanted to make 55 gallons, I'll make 55 gallons. If I don't like something, I could instantly change it. And yes. that's about being able to make my own products and stuff like that, man. It'll just allow so much more flexibility. Wonderful. So let's talk about marketing on Instagram. A lot of us are embracing this now. How how have you, I mean, you alluded to this a little bit ago, but how do you create such a huge following on Instagram? What is your following? Uh, my following is 90K for my, re I have four pages. Okay. Uh, 90K for Pure Tropics, Pure Tropics Brazil. I have about 20K and I have another South American Pure Tropics page with about 80K on it. Um, back in the day, it was so easy. You just posted a lot and you got a followings. It really came to when you started. But I mean, you got to post great content. I mean, my marketing strategy is I do shout outs. And I know this doesn't work for a lot of people, but I like to hyper target my demographics. So if I'm looking for women within a certain age who are vegan because they're going to be more health conscious or do their hair a certain way, I target pages they follow. And then I'll reach out to, I'll research the page, reach out to the page and say, hey, um, how much for seven shout outs? And they'll tell me a price and I'll go back and forth. I'll request their page insights or analytics if I don't already have it. And then I tether my marketing to each page that I reach out to. Mm -hmm. And the returns are crazy. Yeah. So how is it that you vet who you want to work with in doing that? Oh, man. Um, really, I just jump from page to page like a spider web. If you go to one for let me for a natural hair page, for example, if I go to one and um, I guarantee another natural pay, hair page follows them or they follow that page. And so then I jump from that page to the next page and then I check their page analytics, check their their um, engagement. And if they got good engagement, that's when I will reach out usually through um, direct messaging because that's my main form of messaging people. And um, I build a relationship with them. Some of these pages I've been promoting with since I first started. And I have such good relationships with them that now they're inviting me to do talks on their pages and help them out with other stuff. Oh, that's wonderful. So you do some consulting then too? 
Um, yeah, I do some consulting every now and then. <laughs> okay. That's great. Great. So how is it that you got to 50 K per month? How long did that take and how did you do that? Um, man, that's a lot of work. First six months, I did a hundred K a month, not a hundred K a month, a hundred K in the first six months. After that, I joined Seeker Entourage and they had a um, business competition for, and the winner gets 20,000 and there's a six month challenge. And I was like, man, they're going to pay me $20,000 to, to make money essentially. And during that pay, during that phase, I really just embraced this whole entrepreneur thing and studied and worked my butt off. And that's when I got it to 20 to 25,000 a month. And once I hit 20 to 25,000 a month, that's when you realize, well, I realized that, you know, the possibilities are limitless. And um, I just started doubling down. I started reaching out to bigger names as I would get certain models to do my, use my products that allowed me more leverage to get other models. I start, I got hungry, essentially. I got really hungry and I would reach out. I would even today to this day, I will go personally to a spa or a barbershop to sell my products. I mean, it, when it's eat or starve, it's the only, only thing you can do. And yeah. so, the growth really came, man, is because I just got to a point where I knew what I wanted and it was nothing going to stop me from getting that. Sure. Yeah, I can appreciate that. How long did it take you to get to this level of growth? To get to 50K, I would say it took me a year and a half. Wow. That's not very long if you think about it. No, not at all. And even to this day, 90% of my sales comes from Instagram. I haven't really did nothing with Facebook. Um, I'm just starting with Facebook, really just starting with Pinterest, but I've been keeping up with it. It's just that if I have a system that works, I'm going to exploit that system for as much as possible before I, I start divvying up my time to hit other things. I do run ads on Facebook too, but it just doesn't have the returns that Instagram does. Yeah. Are you promoting your business outside of social media? Um, a little bit, a little bit, not too much. No, no. Okay. Is is that <laughs> something that you've ever entertained? Um, I have, I have thought about it, man. Um, I'm in a few spa stores. I just have a guy going through Africa right now on foot. I'm a partner of mine, and he's selling all across the country. Um, a lot of magazines. Um, I reach out to them. They reach out to me, bloggers. But the thing with social media is it's it's worldwide. Yeah. So even in my first six months, in my first six months, I sold to 20 countries, people from 20 countries without ever leaving my home or office. Right. And even now it's grown so much more and people don't just understand that sometimes like, I don't think they realize the power of social media. Yeah. You can touch somebody across the world. I get a wholesale order from Fiji for $5,000 and I can ship it to them and they learn from me off of social media and they promote off of social media. Now my products are in 25 spas in Fiji, a country I've never stepped foot into. Sure. So you do affiliates? No, not at all. No. Okay. <laughs> not at all, man. I don't even pay the models who uh, promote my products for me. I'm okay. all about relationships. Sure. Building relationships. I'm all about, I'll give you a deal on this first purchase if 
you know, you guys love it and your products sell. I'm even throwing some free marketing material for your shops. And the next purchase is I'm going to do this for you guys. So oh, I okay. have to build relationships, even with the models who I promote through. I don't pay them. Everybody reaches out to me. Hey, we have all these models. I have the same model. I reach, I DM them. I start a friendly con conversation. I stroke their ego a little bit. I, and at the end of the day, they're, they're taking a picture and they got a million and a half followers and they're taking a picture or making a video for me for free. Exactly. So how is it that you got aligned with Victoria's Secret Models? Was that also on Instagram? I was. Um, I got a lot of big name models and I've messaged them all through Instagram. Victoria's Secret Model was a little more tricky. Um, I found, found her mom's Instagram page and then I messaged her mom and sent her mom a whole bunch of products because I knew if she ever went to her mom's house, she would run into the products and loved them. And of yeah. course that happened. And then I reached out to her and um, yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was actually so surprising that it worked out how I planned it. That's pretty creative if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's the way I got featured in Vogue. I, I you know, I went to their page and I went through their pictures and I would find the people they tagged in their makeup artists, their producers, the little people who don't have the big Instagram following who would love to get some free products. And then I reach out to them. I offer some free products. I talk with them. And next thing you know, I'm featured four yeah. times. Yeah. It's interesting how giving it away actually ends up helping you make more money in the end. I think a lot of people still don't really grasp that concept. They don't, man. And they think about money, money, money. But it's not always about instant gratification. It's the long run. It's the long game you're playing. Yeah. If I this product that cost me, let's say, $70 with shipping, you post this picture, not only am I get your, the people who follow you are seeing it, but now I can repost it on my page and now I'm going to get credibility from you and I can market with it or I can reach out to bigger models just from that picture. Yeah. And it creates this thing where people see all these people who have it and they want to be part of the crowd. They don't yeah. want to be left out. And that goes back to my whole sheet thing, leading them. Yeah. Nobody wants to be left out. And so yeah. as long as you're, you know, marketing right, as long as you're targeting the right people, it works out like that. Yeah. Another secret model I got, um, I couldn't, she wouldn't answer my message. I don't even think she read my messages. And so she had posted a picture with her and five of her friends. And so I sent all five of her friends free products. Wow. That's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. When I DM'd her, I DM'd her with the pictures of her friends with my products. Oh, that's really smart. Social proof. Social proof is just so phenomenal, isn't it? We've got about a minute to our break. It's amazing. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Have you, have you tried reaching out to celebrities outside of the modeling industry? Um, not so much yet. A few of them, but I haven't really got no pictures yet. So, okay. I'm still not a problem. Great. We are coming up against our next break. My very special guest this week is David Wonke from Pure Tropics Skincare. We will come back after the break and we'll talk about what his goals are, what his typical day looks like. And we'll talk about the time that his website crashed while he was in the back of a taxi cab. How stressful would that be? We'll talk about how he handled that and so much more after the break. Stay with us.
a mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is David Wong K. He is the CEO and founder of Pure Tropics skincare and that is p-u-r-e-t-r-o-p-i-x and puretropics.com is where we can go david yes puretropics.com or puretropics on instagram wonderful so i want to ask you i mean you're doing fifty thousand a month now what are your growth goals how far do you want this to go as far as i wanted to go i'm taking as far as i can my growth goals for the next six months i plan to hit a hundred thousand a month awesome uh, I'm actually in Brazil right now, and one of my plans is to take over South America, and that's one of the reasons why I'm here. I also yeah. taking over Africa right now too. I have boots on the ground there, going country to country, setting up shipping, setting up inroads. Um, they actually got us over thirty thousand in wholesale orders at different stores so far hmm. in the last three months. Where in Africa did you start? Did you start in South Africa, or did you start somewhere else? Africa. What I did is, and this is what I do with everything, I pay attention to where the most requests come through from social media. Yeah. So South Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, Tanzania, and those are the Uganda. Those are the main places we hit. And so, um, one of my partners went out there and hit the ground running. So wow. it's, it's been it's been an amazing year. This year has been amazing. That's um, fantastic. I've had stressful moments, but it's really been killer. Yeah. So, how do you plan on going from fifty thousand a month to a hundred thousand a month? What things are you not doing now that you plan on doing to get yourself there? I plan to kill Facebook and Pinterest. Really, that's my goal right now. I mean, I'm going to get in more stores. I have someone. I met with a guy. I met him in Colombia when I was traveling, actually. Um, he works with Saks Fifth, and he's helping me with some inroads there. But really, Facebook and Pinterest, I've, my, when I first started, my whole plan was I have to get in stores. I have to get in the spas. But you come to realize how big the Internet is. I could sell through other sellers online, 
I mean, I was on eBay this morning and there's seven people selling my products through eBay that I don't even know who they are. So Hmm. mine is really how I plan to kill it right now. Pinterest, I have a Pinterest account with 30,000 followers already. One of the bigger Pinterest accounts out there. I'm doing just some of the amazing, I do a lot of writing for my own blogs, a lot of skincare tips. I'm all over the internet posting articles, blogs, write-ups, how-tos, um, I got a, probably a dozen little websites helping people and blogs helping people with skin style stuff that somehow or some way link back to Pure Tropics. That's fantastic. So uh, let's see, what was I going to ask you? I don't remember what I was about to ask you. So let me ask you something else. Maybe it'll come back to me. Uh, I want to ask, as you run a, a business like this, what does your typical day look like? I know every day is probably different, but what are some things that you do in your day that are consistent? I'll tell you guys my typical Monday because Mondays are the most important days of the week for me. Uh, Mondays is when I plan out or schedule my marketing for the whole week. I will plan out and schedule and mark, send every ad out on a Monday. I'll reach out to everybody. So I write it down to how many ads, to which people, to what pages, how much. And I start my morning with that because the most important thing to do is to start with your money-making activities. Yeah. So once I get that done, I go through the 30 to 50 Instagram messages I get a day. Um, I go through the another 50 to 100, fa- not Facebook, but email questions. And from there, man, the rest is marketing. I do my email um, camp- marketing campaigns. I'll write some articles. I'll go check up on my freelancers and give them the work for their day. Um, my whole goal on a Monday is to plan out my money for the week. So let's take example today. I spent 1200 in advertising today and today alone I've made, let me check Shopify cause I love to be able to do this. I check my Shopify like 70 times a day. Today alone I've made $2,100 and I spent 1200 for the week. That's a good return. Yeah. And, you know, I've said it before, I don't go to bed unless I make $1,000 in sales. Because if I don't make $1,000 in sales a day, I'm doing something wrong. Okay. Cool. And go ahead. I was going to say, I remembered what I was planning on asking you. World-class organizations have world-class customer service. So what does your customer service routine look like? I have to hire somebody to help me with customer service. <laughs> oh, oh, sure. Because, um, I hate, I, I don't know, man. I hate dumb questions. I hate to say that, but at the same time, I realize the importance of customer service. Yeah. And so even though I might not answer everything, I write the script for everything. If I have someone has an issue with anything, we send them a free another another free product. We're sorry, we can't believe this happened. We'll take care of it. How can we make it better? Yeah. I mean, long run wise, I send out a lot of free products. Sometimes yeah. it's not my fault. Sometimes it's them. Sometimes the package gets lost or whatever. But no matter what, the, the most important thing is to keep people happy. Because if you keep them happy, they're going to tell somebody else about you. And that's how you get sales. That is a great philosophy. And I'm glad you said that. It is important to keep people happy as much as you possibly can. So let me ask you about your website crashing. You were in the back of a taxi cab and you learned that your website crashed what was your first initial thought and how did you handle that? I was actually here in Brazil. Um, oh. <laughs> I was headed to a spa to try to sell them on some products. 
And so I was in the back of a taxi cab and I got a DM like, hey, I can't order your website showing blank. So I pulled it up and my heart dropped. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm away from my computer for the next four to five hours. Um, I was on my phone with the um, with my my people. I called one of my friends who I met through Secret Entourage, Pete. Big shout-outs to him. And um, he actually put his person on it right away. He called and woke his person up because his person's in the Philippines or somewhere. And they got to work on it. It took about 24 hours, man, but it was like a stressful 24 hours. Oh, absolutely. After we got it running, it wasn't running. We were in, like, limp mode for the next week trying to figure out why it wouldn't show up on Apple devices, but it was showing up right on everything else. That um, would be a strange dilemma. Yeah, for sure. What happened was I had a guy redesigning some stuff for me, but instead of sending me a preview, screenshot of a preview, he somehow thought it was smarter to put it live. Oh. And those two sites just clashed, and it was just a horrible mess up. But, you mm. know... That's the thing about entrepreneurship, man. When things go wrong, you got to be able to pivot. You got to roll with the punches. I was able to send some stuff out on Instagram. You know, hey, our site's not working right now. It's having some issues. We're going to get it back up as soon as possible. Here's a discount code for when it's up. That way I can regain any any sales that I might have lost due to this. Absolutely. How important has it been for you to have mentors through this entire process? It's important, man. Um, this entrepreneurship, it's a lot of ups and downs. It's a lot of self-doubt, a lot of stress. And it's just to have somebody who can guide you, somebody who could say, hey, you're doing good. Or why are you focusing on expansion so fast when you need to perfect on the little stuff? Mm. These are the things that save you hundreds of thousands of dollars to 10000 It saves you a lot of time. It saves you a lot of headache and stress. Did you find that your ambition exceeded your infrastructure to handle the growth that you wanted? My ambition was draining my wallet. I'll say that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get that rapid growth. You're doing anything you can to get that growth, but you're not always getting the returns on what you're doing. And so doing that for so long affected me. I was spending so much money trying to get that growth. When I need to be spending that time and that money on perfecting the little, the little hiccups, the little flaws to make the stuff better. So I recently redesigned my website to the current website. Um, I went through all my email flows and redesigned those. I went through all my Instagram branding and reinvented that. My Facebook, I reinvented everything to keep up with what I'm trying to accomplish, what I'm trying to reach. Because if you focus on the little things, the big things will come into play. Yeah. Who who are some of your mentors that you lean on? Um, PJ, I hit him up. Um, another guy, Naveed. I, 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 there's, there's so many people, man. I'm always text messaging somebody. And some of them are not even, I won't say mentors, but they have their own little business. Andreas, you interviewed him. Me and him talk on the regular, bouncing ideas off of each other. I'll say Instagram made some changes a few months back and everybody's sales dropped. I went from 50,000 a month to 30,000 a month just because Instagram made changes on their um, analytics. And so we're bouncing ideas on how can we get back to where we were? What do we need to do? We had a group text message with seven different companies going on just to try to figure out a way around it. And in the end we did. 
and we were able to bring sales back up. But just little hiccups like that, just having good friends really helped carry you out further. Absolutely. Yeah. Andres Ocampo uh, ha- has been on my show. He runs the Entrepreneur uh, Clothing Line. And uh, PJ Academy, who uh, runs Secret Entourage, he's been on my show too. And you referenced both of those guys, both really wonderful guys. Let me ask you this. I mean, you sound like a pretty confident guy, but was there any point where you felt uh, limited by by your beliefs about something? I'll say limited. I get irritated if I'm not growing as fast as I think I should grow. Um, I In my head, every time I close my eyes, I have a vision of where I need to be or where I should be. And no matter how good you're doing, you see yourself doing better. When I was doing $1,000 a week, I, I was so excited. And then I'm doing $1,000 a day. And now I'm like, why am I only still doing $1,000 a day? Why am I not doing $3,000 a day? I'm not growing. So I'll say that's my most limiting thing. I expect, I'm not going to say I expect too much, but sometimes I like to try to rush the process when in truth it is a process and there are steps you have to take to accomplish what you need to accomplish. Absolutely. We've got about a minute or so to our next break. What does success mean to you? How do you define that for yourself? Success is freedom to go and come and be. If I want to go to seven countries like I did this year and make money while I'm there, that's success to me. It might not be my ultimate goal of success, but to be able to go and leave and be and do whatever you want when you want to do it. Yeah, that's great. It's to me. It's just the freedom. Yeah, and, and I'm reminded of Tony Robbins when people ask him a question like that. He says, and I'm paraphrasing, doing what you want, when you want, wherever you want, with who you want. And that's freedom, just like you said. Less than a minute to the break. Uh, what do you think is your superpower, David? <laughs> being able to read the situation. Foresight. I love being able to read what's going on. And I use this for everything I do. I like to read what's going on so I know how to my next play or my next strategy to do what I want to accomplish. Yeah, that's, that's great. Okay, great. We will come back after the break. I cannot believe how quickly the show is going because the next segment is our final segment. I will ask David about uh, what his rock bottom moment is and how he broke out of that. How long does it take him to get going again when something adverse hits him? And we'll talk a little bit about Secret Entourage, how he got involved with them and what exactly they do and how they help his business. And we'll talk about these and so many more things after the break. We'll be right back. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. With quality programming, this is Tokinet Radio. 
is National Ice Cream Month. As if we needed a reason to celebrate ice cream. Would you believe the average American eats 45.8 pints of ice cream a year? Here's the scoop on some ice cream lingo. In Pennsylvania, the paper cone used to hold ice cream is called a tut. Sprinkles or jimmies on top of ice cream are called ants in California and outsiders and logs in Vermont. The world record for ice cream eating is 1.75 gallons in 8 minutes. Oh, I feel a brain freeze coming on. What's another word for brain freeze? Sphenopalatine ganglia neuralgia. It's marching Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is David Wonke from Pure Tropics Skincare. And so, David, let me ask you, what was your rock bottom moment? What happened and how did you break free from that? I say my rock bottom moment, man. I got laid off from my job. And when you're used to having job security, it's it's really it really is devastates you kind of. But um I had enough savings, uh you know, not work for three, four months. And that's really where this business entrepreneurship idea came. I was like, you know what? I don't ever want to depend on nobody again. I never want to be in this situation again. And from there, man, my mind just started churning and churning. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I was asking everybody, what should I do? Trying to find what should I do? Um, I took my job after that. But even once I was working, I was still searching for what it is I should do. And I would say, man, that was rock bottom. But when you hit rock bottom, that's where the ideas come from. That's where the hunger, the the, the whole, everything changes for you because you can't go lower. I'm on unemployment. I was like, I think I was probably like 20, 21 then. Yeah. But, um, you know, I got laid off from a government contract job. I was making 30, 40 an hour. And you go to having nothing and trying to maintain a lifestyle you had and after that, I said never again. Right. Absolutely. So when bad things happen to you, some people wallow in it for days and weeks and months. How long does it take for you to get going again after something bad happens? After initial five hours worth of stress and headaches, man, I, probably, I usually get out of it. Um, it's not something. And this is only recently once once I started my business, because before it was different. But having a business makes you learn like. If you can't control something, you can't stress over it. All you can do is make the best of a bad situation and take that situation and learn from it. So I don't stress over things no more. I just try to solve the problem. If it's not something I can solve, I just have to deal with it. Right. Exactly. So how important is it to take action fast? Very, um, (laughs) very important. I don't miss nothing. Um, I'm always paying attention to what's going on. And that's what makes you succeed because the big guys, they, they can't take action as fast as us. They have to ask permission. They got to go through their board. They have to have meetings. No, if I see something I need to change or something I don't like, I instantly change it. 
And yeah. that's how you stay on top of everything. The world is Absolutely. constantly changing. Social media changes. Um, algorithms change. Sales change. My sales might drop one week, and I got to figure out why. But the ability to make those changes and corrections and the pivot is the most important thing in, in business. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about Secret Entourage. You've referenced them a couple of times, and I interviewed PJ Gadimi, and he's the, the, the founder of that organization. How have they helped you in your business? The challenge, man. Um, like I said, they have a challenge where they pay you $20,000. Well, they don't pay. If you win the challenge, you get $20,000. And it'd be like 150 people in it, and the whole purpose of it is to grow your business. It's to set a high, ridiculously high goal, and he who gets closest wins. Last year, I came in second place to one of my friends, so I can't complain. But okay. just, I'm very, very competitive. So if I'm seeing other people killing it, if I'm seeing people make a million dollars in a month, I want that. And so I'm going to work 10 times harder to get that. And yeah. just being able to have that competition to have the friends, to meet the people, to reach out to them when I have an issue or a problem is amazing. Um, I became close with uh, several of the like, founders and the high people in Secret Entourage and, or even German. And just having them to be able to text on a, in a message like, hey, I'm having this issue. How can I solve this? And to get a reply from somebody is amazing. Yeah, that is really great. What has surprised you about entrepreneurship, David? The, uh, how much you don't know is the biggest surprise. You think you know a lot about something till your life depends on it. And then you all of a sudden don't know too much about it. Now you're lost and you're trying to figure it out. So you think, okay, I can sell a product. So I, I can, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm selling this. But can you keep track of your finances? Can you provide good customer service? If your sales stop, can you be able to pivot and make more money off of it? Or how do you make more money? It's just so much you have to learn and so much you have to do on your own when you're an entrepreneur. Even if yeah. you're not it on your own, such as accounting, you hire somebody, you have to know accounting. That way you know if you're being cheated or not. Yeah. You have to know enough that you can identify things like that, but you definitely do want to source out the things that you are not expert in. I certainly understand and appreciate that for sure. What, what advice do you have for people that might be struggling a little bit right now? Because I mean, the people that are listening to the show, a lot of them have businesses, some don't, but we're all at a different point in our journey. So advice to people who might be struggling right now. I think the biggest advice I ever got, man, was from my mom, of course. And then she told me one time, he who is diligent will eat at the table with Kings. I mean, the diligence is if you're not making no money that day, you still have to work like you are. If you don't stop nothing halfway, you do it to the whole, you do it complete, you never stop, you just keep working. And it may not pan out today, it may not pan out next week. It might not even be next month, but if you're doing what you need to do, it will always pan out, it'll always work out. Yeah, and that's the principle I run my business by. Great. Very, very good. Uh, I know you like to read. What are some of the most impactful and influential books that you've read? My favorite book would be Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Um, I love that book. There's so many little principles that if you just study, I mean, it's, it's just so much you can do. If you can master that book, I always say you can take over the world. 
And after that would be Fascinate by Sally Hogshead. I love that book. Um, it's just about, if you, to me, when I read it, it's about marketing and branding and how to build a business that fascinates and captivates your audience. And that in this world is very important in this day and age. Yeah, it sure is. I had Darren Hardy on my show a couple of years ago, and we talked about uh, Compound Effect, and we talked even more about Entrepreneur Roller Coaster. Have you read that? I have. I have. I love that book, too. Yeah, it's it's really great. In fact, right now, I'm reading Relentless by Tim Grover and Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. Have you read either of those? Read Five Second Rule, yeah. Great, great I book. Love reading. I love reading. There's so much knowledge in these books, and people yeah. estimate it because reading is a lost art these days. It is, and, and all great leaders are readers. And it's interesting when I'm on Facebook talking with my entrepreneur friends, they all talk about the books that they're reading. And it's so much fun looking at a post like that where someone says, what books are you reading? In fact, I did a Facebook live about a week and a half ago uh, asking people what books are they reading right now? And I got so many great suggestions. It was really fantastic. And ask them what books have they mastered? Everybody, mm. reads, but what books have you mastered? What books do you use the principles on a daily basis? That's a great question. Absolutely. So, so David, if you were starting over today, knowing what you know right now, what might you do differently? I am starting over today. I'm launching another business. But, uh, I mean, what would I do differently? It's so much, man. It's so much mistakes I've made. But I would say the biggest one would be tighter on the finances. Tighter on the finances. You spend a lot of money trying to achieve this goal or try to do this plan, but you really need to be more strategic with your moves. Everybody says bet big, win big, but bet big, fell big. So I like to make bets that I can recover from. So my, I'll be, this one is going to be more strategic on it. I started off with a too low of a price point for my business, just a whole bunch of little stuff because I didn't realize or I didn't do enough research to study it. So okay. now that I have these principles, I'm applying them to the new company. Fantastic. And what is, what's the scariest thing you've ever done? Uh, I was in Thailand. I was parasailing. And uh, <laughs> the boat, catch they like tie you to this rope while the boat is still moving because they want to get as many people in and off as fast as possible. So the boat never actually slows down. So they, they as you're running, they're tying you up as you're running. And before... You know, you're just pulled off the edge of this platform in the middle of the water and you're flying over the air. And I was looking down and there's just these huge jellyfish all over the water. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And they literally caught me and unhooked me at the same. It was just really wild. That was probably the most scariest thing I've done. Wow. That, that's intense. I've been pilot since I was like 15. So mm. I've been I've never and everything else and that was hands down the one I questioned myself about. I've never gone parasailing but I have gone skydiving twice and I'm done doing that. I love skydiving. <laughs> I love skydiving. Uh, hang gliding, paragliding, all that other stuff. It was just the way they were running that operation wasn't the safest. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever gone ziplining? I have. I have in Costa Rica. Um, yeah man I was coming in too fast. I almost hit the tree. Oh, no. Yeah, that's they not good. Down when you see the red barn, but I thought it was when you get over the red barn, which was way too late to slow down. Oh, my but goodness. It, yeah. Okay. 
So here's the question that I ask everyone toward the end of the show, and we've got less than two minutes to go. David, who inspires and motivates you? I'll say my family, man. They came from nothing. They came from nine of them in a one-bedroom house. I was just telling Herman here, uh, my grandfather came at 40 and got three different doctorate degrees at 40. Mm. And so just seeing the work ethic that went into building this huge family to making all their kids successful, that's something I aspire to and want to live up to and succeed. That's fantastic. And one more time, how can we find you and learn more about you and perhaps order uh, something from you? Peertropics.com on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. It's all Peertropics, P-U-R-E-T-R-O-P-I-X. And once again, for your listeners, we have a 20% off code and it's SP20. All right. Sounds fantastic. Any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with? We've got about a minute or so to the end. Touch diligence again, man. I can't stress it enough. Be diligent no matter how bad it looks. Just keep working through it. And at the end of the day, man, you guys are going to succeed and your business are going to hit heights and levels you can't even imagine. All right. PureTropics.com. P-U-R-E-T-R-O-P-I-X.com. Correct? Correct. Fantastic. Well, thank you, David, for being here today. It was a privilege to have you here, my friend. Thank you for having me, man. I really enjoyed this radio show. I hope everybody learned something. Awesome. That's great. And uh, we have been talking with David Wonke of Pure Tropics Skincare Line. We talked about how he started his business and the things that he overcame. And come back next Monday where I interview another person who's been wildly successful and learn what they overcame and how they ended up succeeding as well. And you can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio anytime on iTunes. You can also listen back at successprofilesradio.com anytime. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great week. Goodbye. being a part of success profiles radio with your host brian k wright each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to